Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Groover. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kathy Groover. And I'm Jason Mefford, and today we are lucky to have Jeannie Mosier back with us. Jeannie! The, your your episodes are by far the biggest listened to episodes. Really? How cool. I'm serious. Yeah, like <laughs> by a long shot. So we are so excited to have you back. I think this is a third third time, right? Because, uh, you know, 2020 was really kind of a crazy year. We talked about that at the end of last year, that things were coming, right? Yep. So now let's see what's happening in 2021. And I'm hopeful you've got some better news for us. But hey, we just have to take what's coming, right? We just well, report it as it is. <laughs> I, exactly. I have been sort of characterizing 2021 as boring. Uh, That's good. That's good. Exactly. After, and yeah. primarily because, you know, there aren't unprecedented crises every moment <laughs> every morning you'd wake up saying oh my god and what's going to happen today that never happened before in time so that's not going to be happening however a lot is happening uh, because basically we're going to be building a whole new world in every sector of life um, and i think it's important to let people know that you know, this all starts in a less than four weeks. This starts the middle of December, oh. um, and you, what we have is uh, uh, Saturn, which has been in Capricorn for the past year with a bunch of its buddies, making life difficult. Yeah, you might <laughs> <laughs> making life very difficult and hard and limited on everybody else but Kathy. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, qualify that. I'm a Capricorn, so that's why we're <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's this huge shift. And it's Saturn comes together with Jupiter and Aquarius. It's the closest those two, they, they tend to come together every 20 years. And it's really in, a, in astrological history of 5,000 years, it's the aspect that basically says power is shifting. You're handing off the rule, uh, which of course is exactly what's happening. Uh, well, this time it happens, the two planets come together, the closest they've been since 1623. So what's going on? It's going to affect everything, but it's very societal, very political, and it's really a total shift in attitudes. Um, and that's what makes it so exciting. It's like, oh, all these issues we're concerned about, racial issues, mm -hmm. gender issues, uh, income equality issues, all of those go away because this new force assumes all those things are in place. <laughs> and so there's no controversy anymore. It's like people's attitudes are completely changed. Uh, so what we're going to be seeing is this 
highly multicultural, multiracial, multigender, everything being fluid, all about equal among equals, very egalitarian. And this is the attitude. It's not just programs or proposals. It's what people are thinking, uh, most people. <laughs> and the ones who aren't, and the ones who find that a terrifying world are frankly out of luck. Time's up. This is where we are. This is the beginning of the finale that takes us to 2025, which is sort of the key year in introducing the new age. And it's beginning the middle of December. Uh, so that's, I think, very exciting. Um, there's only one major aspect all year long between the planets, and that's basically says, creative change versus destructive revolution. So I think all of us need to put all our energy behind the creative change. So let me talk, and, and I guess before I talk more about this Aquarian energy, because it's the driving force, I wanna just sort of issue the caveat that says, this is going to impact every sector of life. There are going to be new structures created in every sector. And it's planetary. I mean, this is just not just happening in the United States. It's happening all over the planet. Uh, I'm not going to talk about all over the planet, but you can extrapolate. Um, so Aquarius, let me talk about Aquarius. The first and probably most crucial a fact of this year is that it's mental. We're, <laughs> it's like, okay, people, all of you people who checked your brains at the door better go collect them <laughs> because you're going <laughs> to need it. It's mental. It's about reintroducing science into the world. Um, it's about genius. Um, you know, it's about information. It's about solving social problems through innovative thinking. Uh, it's just it's like, oh, wow, well, isn't that different? Those are some novel concepts, right? Exactly. <laughs> Very novel. But everybody's going to be there. I mean, everybody who's capable of being there is going to be there. So people are going to be functioning on this mental level. Um, and this is going to impact all kinds of social forms. It's, and we are, you know, actually what 2020 was about in, in, in the cosmic plan, which tends to be, tends to be in a way very, very Aquarian, very impersonal. <laughs> it's like, this is the program and this is the way it's gonna be. And if your little toes get stepped on, too bad. Um, so this is all this old stuff had to get destroyed. And the great beings, you know, and, and we talked about this at the end of 2019, that we weren't going to recognize what was going to happen and what the future was. Mm -hmm. um, so the great beings basically said, hmm, well, all of our little hints don't seem to be working. <laughs> so we're going to have to do something really dramatic to get this 
junk out of the way. Uh, and that's what 2020 was and what it created. And it's interesting. My sister will watch these uh, demonstrations on television and say, how come there's always all these rocks around that you get to throw during this period? And it's like, well, that's the rubble. <laughs> that's the rubble of the forms that are being destroyed and you get to use them as rocks. But basically the old stuff is gone. As we know, there's probably not a segment of life in this country that hasn't been shown to be failed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like none of it works. So we get rid of it all and then we create these new structures. And that's what's going to be happening all year long. Um, very much humanitarian, very much people devoted to serving humanity, a real service oriented period of time. Uh, everybody devoted, and, and I keep using that word everybody because that's how it's going to work. It's not going to be the individual. It's going to be the group, big group time. Um, and it's about building a better world for tomorrow. Reformers, revolutionaries. And one of the, one of the interesting things, one of probably the most destructive political, I hesitate to call it a philosophy, but attitude that caused so many of the problems, certainly in this past year, is that, uh, we need less government. Government needs to be smaller. Well, that's insane, people. We have an increasingly complicated world that you can't run via Facebook posts. You know, it doesn't happen <laughs> like that. You need a large functional structure to accomplish these things. Yes, it should be as competent as possible. Yes, it should be as fair as possible, but small is not the direction. And one of the things about this Aquarian energy is requiring that the state expand to absorb these new ideas. And mm -hmm. if it doesn't, it explodes. So, you know, I'm not interested in the exploding part. Universal brotherhood. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about health because health becomes very crucial this year. Hates clannishness, breaks down prejudices, sees life as a whole. That's what's going to be happening. A mental response to social needs. So creating systems that make intellectual sense that are innovative, that are genius, that are not reacting from some emotional base, even if that emotional base is of the highest direction. Um, so visionary, telepathic, <laughs> you know, it's devoted to truth and understanding whether these are known truths or unknown truths. Uh, describing these truths, figuring them out, intuitive flashes, all of this stuff. These are seed people. This is a time of seed people of, <clears throat> excuse me, the new humanity. Now, interestingly enough, I know that the current trend 
that people are talking about is, oh, everybody wants to move out of the cities, move into the country, life is simpler, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, that's not where the Aquarian energy goes. Mm. It wants to be in cities. It needs that unnatural rhythm. It needs the mechanical pieces. Uh, and so what we're going to see are the people who are the innovators, the people who are going to be solving these problems are not going to be doing it from some cottage at the edge of a lake where they don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not it. We're really entering into a very technocratic uh, culture. So Aquarius, very eccentric, unorthodox, unconventional, especially in the area of relationships and sexuality. Believe me, all these people that think it's weird <laughs> that there's, you know, gender questions, their heads are going to be really exploding because it is going to be weird. <laughs> and that's going to be where everybody wants to be on the weird side. And we're definitely going to see it in fashion. Mm. I really love that part. It's like, okay. Um, so there certainly are negatives to this. And probably the most difficult one for people to absorb, although it's interesting how you know we've been being prepared for this, is the fact that this is not an intimate time. This is not a sensual time. Um, and here we are, we've been being programmed for the past year to, you know, do elbow bumps and you know so all these people who think hugging is going to come back into style no <laughs> no um it may not be the virus causing that issue it's going to be the aquarian energy uh so that relationships so there you know, i feel the worst for the cancers all these cancers who are very touchy-feely, who are very, you know, huggy, who want to be as close to the other as they can. No, none of that. None of that. All year long, none of that. Uh, there is a brief emotional period uh, from the middle of May to the end of July. So I guess if people are out there planning weddings, uh, and want to have some emotional energy in, in their marriage, that's the time to do it. Because otherwise, what you're doing is having a relationship that is basically collegial. Let's save the world together. Let's be humanitarian together. And in many cases, together means more than two. Yeah. So, this is our Aquarian energy. Um, and because Jupiter is there hanging out with Saturn for most of 2021, it's even more so. Uh, a little more adventurous, a little more expansive, um, but it's all about being original and about being progressive. 
And when I did my election talk, uh, it was so good. <laughs> you know, when I looked at all of this unfolding and I saw this tremendous wave of progressive energy, one of the things I've absorbed over my uh, years as a historian is you never, ever have a ruler who is not in tune with the times. And so I looked at it and thought, well, you know, <laughs> this is an easy call because none of these guys in power now are going to be in tune with a progressive time. There was no reality. There's not enough time left on the planet for them to evolve into progressive beings. Uh, so that was an easy thing. So progressive is really, really the uh, hallmark of the time and to evolution. This is a time of evolution of human consciousness. There's a great leap about to be taken. And one of the things that anybody can tell you who studies evolution is it's pretty irresistible. You know, you don't get to say, no, I don't think I'll evolve. Ah, uh, I like being a fish. I'm not going to try to walk on <laughs> No. <laughs> you had to make that decision. I mean, you can stay a fish, but trust me, evolution is moving on without you. Uh, and the other thing, interesting thing with Aquarius, and there's no telling what this is going to do, is that it's an energy of mutation. So there are going to be people who make giant leaps. I mean, truly extraordinary leaps in this evolutionary process. So let me make a few predictions here. Um, it's, everything is very interconnected. Fashion and culture are very interconnected this year. Uh, weird, very weird. Look at your closet, Kathy. <laughs> You're going to need to drag out all your weird stuff. All of your tie-dye, all of your, all of those things that you were sort of afraid to wear over this past year. <laughs> Weird. Clearly, Weird. you've not seen my trapeze pictures. <laughs> I have <been. laughs> okay. seen some of those. Like, okay, she's ready. Um, very androgynous. And this is going to really drive people crazy. And it's like, now, of course, what's obvious with a lot of this is that there's an age factor here. And it's like, you know, all of us are way beyond where this is going to be impacting. Um, robotics are going to be very big this year. And for the next several years, I mean, we're moving in that direction in a number of economic sectors. So I have my robots planned. I want two robots. And I want the one that needs hands to do things. That's going to look like a little baby panda. And the one that doesn't need hands is going to look like a penguin. So I'm going to have these two little robots. And one of them, hopefully, can manage the technology because we may never get to speak to another human being on the phone again. We may yeah. in, all have to go through press one, press two. <laughs> it's like, oh God, I can't do this. 
Um, but these kids, they're there, you know, they're there. Uh, and that's where we're going. Um, lots, yeah, I talked about the gender issues, uh, people who are in rigid boxes really get washed away. So let me tell you, I wanna tell you the story of Hercules. Uh, the 12 labors of Hercules actually are astrological. And so Hercules gets these 12 assignments uh, and they're evolutionary. And each astrological sign has a different task. And Hercules evolves through the signs of the zodiac. Uh, when he gets to Aquarius, which is pretty much the end, he's very highly evolved. And the teacher says to him, okay, Hercules, here's your task. There's this king who's offering a huge reward if you will wash out his stables. Mm -hmm. And these were legendary stables, you know, full of junk. Uh, and this king was, you know, <laughs> nobody's going to be able to do this. So Hercules goes and he ponders and he comes up with an innovative solution. He redirects a river through the stables, washes everything away. The king says, well, that's not fair. You, know, you were supposed to shovel all that out. I'm not going to give you the reward. Uh, so Hercules, being in his evolutionary stage that says, my whole point is service to humanity, shrugs his shoulders and turns away. So that's what we're going to be seeing. A lot of that serving humanity, whatever it takes, whether it's a reward or not a reward. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, so the people who are the shit in the stables who can't change, they're just going to be washed away. So technoculture. Technoculture is definitely going to dominate everything. Um, everyone's gotten, over this past year, has gotten much more comfortable. I mean, look at us, much more comfortable with machines, uh, especially the young people. And there's going to be new forms exploding moment by moment. And again, the people who were feeling left out four years ago, are really going to be feeling left out today. Uh, and I want to slide this into economics because, you know, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for where you're going economically this year, trust me, do not try to reinvent, do not try to return to your business model. None of the business models are going to work. They all have to be reinvented. They all have to be restructured. They all need innovative thinking. Um, so, you know, we've, there have been so many things in 2020 that were really lessons. I mean, they were being presented to us as lessons. Mm -hmm. uh, and I remember reading early on about how all of this movement to working from home advanced that whole notion by decades. You know, how long would it have taken us to get to where we are today, where people are comfortable working at home? And of course, that in turn says, well, then you better step up your broadband, kids. That's a real issue here in West Virginia. Mm. You know, 
they're living this fantasy that, oh, everybody's going to want to move to the country and move to West Virginia. And it's like, not if you don't have good broadband kids, let me tell you. Stop building damn roads that go nowhere. Start building Wi-Fi. That's what you're going to need. So there are all kinds of ramifications to people working from home, not the least of which are restaurants that live on the business of people who work in big office buildings. Real estate, what do you do with those big office buildings if they're not filled with people anymore? And then it shifts to what do you need to be able to work from home? Um, I had a conversation with a friend of mine who's uh, the county administrator in a nearby county in Pennsylvania. And she said, you know, I just don't know what my next step is. I've got my people working from home. You know, what's going to happen? I said, look, you got to understand, this is all about new management programs. This is a whole new attitude towards managing people, towards supervising them. And the resistance is going to come very strongly from those middle managers who aren't going to know what to do. They're not going to have people down the hall that they could go poke their head in and say, what you're, what are you doing? They're going to have to learn a whole new way of dealing with it, whole new structures. And that's what this Aquarian energy is there to provide these new social uh, techniques, these new structures. Um, you know, we, we look at, I, I talked about the robots, uh, and of course, in, in industries like meatpacking, which have now been proven to be deadly to humans, uh, what do you do? Well, you mechanize. And then what do you do? What do you do with all of the people? And that's the big question. And of course, it's really a psychological question um, because we've already proven what can happen if you write everybody a check every week. You know, they spend the money, they keep the economy going and they may be doing all kinds of remarkable other things with their time. Uh, So all of that is shifting. And in my political reality right now, Andrew Yang is my big hero, and I think he's absolutely right, and universal basic income is the way to go. Uh, And you get rid of all these people who go, well, they're not working for me. It's like, who cares? (laughs) Really, do you think some billionaire deserves to have 15 homes? What are they going to do with it? Well, there's all these homeless people. Nah. There's going to be that kind of redistribution. There's going to be that kind of egalitarianism, those kinds of questions. So, you know, all of these industry sectors are going to have to be redeveloped and rethought and reinvented. So there's plenty of stuff out Mm -hmm. there for people to do. And my my favorite insight is, oh, great. Now we're gonna to have to have a whole new system of behavioral issues around how you treat a robot. <laughs> you, get, you get to kick your robots. 
<laughs> just like, what do you need? It's like with animals, you know, do you get to kick the cat? Uh, so, so how do you treat your robot? Uh, so that's, you know, <laughs> Um, I think we'd be having a conversation about <laughs> robot abuse. How to, how to supervise exactly. robots in the, tw- exactly. in the 21st All century. Of that. <laughs> Who deserves a robot? <laughs> uh, and there, there are so many other arenas where we have, have learned things from, you know, the, from what we've just been through. Now, let me talk about health because this is, I think, the crucial sector in uh, in 2021. So, of course, everybody's question is, well, when is this virus gonna be over with? Well, you know, guys, the virus was about teaching the lessons. So I think, you know, the timing is absolutely right. All of this new focus on mental solutions, on uh, science starts in the middle of December. Uh, that's when you know they're going to start distributing the vaccine. All of this is going to take that issue basically off the table. And even though we're going to have all these conspiracy lunatics saying, "Actually, we don't do it's political," it's like, no, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't get it. We're done. We've learned those lessons. Um, the health issue in 2021 that is going to real, I mean, first of all, of course, we have now learned that our healthcare system is totally broken. (laughs) It's hard to even imagine how broken it was going to be. And all of these people who are heroes who have been working under these conditions, it's unbelievable. Well, if we think the physical health system is broken, the mental health system is really a disaster. And that's the focus of 2021 oh. is mental health. And I'm sure, you know, the work that you do, Kathy, you know how few mental health workers are out there. Yeah. Uh, and we're facing an epidemic in several arenas. Um, First of all, the Aquarian energy in general is a new kind of mental energy. It's a newly evolved mental energy and humanity is really not quite ready for it. (laughs) So there's all these new structures that need to be created to help people channel this energy. If you know any Aquarians, you know, and the stronger the Aquarian, the better, they'll tell you about this. They'll tell you how their body sometimes feels like there's electricity running through it. So there's literally new mental structures that have to be created to address this Aquarian energy. And they're going to be people falling off the edges, no doubt about it. So that's number one. And energy work is going to be really crucial. Um, And of course, if there's one thing we should have learned in 2020 is that there are a lot of alternatives out there that weren't used, that weren't explored. And I couldn't believe it for the first time, for the first time in all of this, 
Uh, there was a segment on NBC News two nights ago that said, oh, you should be building your immune system. <laughs> vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc. It's like, I'm sorry, didn't I didn't I post about that in March? Yeah. You guys didn't we, are right. didn't we didn't we post about that in 1982? I mean it's like well, yeah, it's been around forever. Yeah. Of course. And it's like, oh, what an idea. And of course, one of the things we've learned in this period of time is how many people in this country are seriously unhealthy. And they have these underlying conditions, they have, you know, they don't eat right, they don't exercise, they live in toxic environments. It's like, okay, do you see the problem here? So energy work, acupuncture, any of those, those systems that move electrical force around are going to become really important. Then there's gonna be the whole huge segment of dealing with trauma relief, with the huge amount of stress that has been built up. And not just in adults, in kids. You know, <laughs> all of this has to be addressed. Uh, and then there are the very specific impact of people who had COVID and what it does to your brain. <laughs> We've certainly seen that from Trump. <laughs> it's obviously completely rotted out his brain. Um, but they're finding that there are these mental repercussions and all of that has to be dealt with. And then finally, deprogramming all of these conspiracy lunatics, these Trumpers, all of those people have to be deprogrammed so they can function in a real society again. So they're not just obsessed and absorbed with this, well, I'll talk about Neptune in a minute, but this whole, um, in these, Demons, <laughs> demons hacking human consciousness. We need to deal with that. So these are key areas in mental health that have to be dealt with. And there we need to explore different approaches. Um, we need to develop mental healers. And if anybody's looking for a growth opportunity in a uh, an employment sector, a professional sector, it's in mental health. Of course, I'm not sure who's going to be out there teaching these things. Uh, fortunately, it's a time where there are intuitive and inventive people who are going to be inventing whole new approaches. Um, so with all of these issues in health, the one thing that has faded, as far as I can tell, is the burning question of who pays for it. It's like, really, we have so many bigger problems than who's paying for it. You know, the problem is, what is the healthcare they're getting? Why weren't we talking about treatment 10 months ago? You know, what is wrong with this system? So I think health and particularly mental health is going to be a very crucial issue over this next year. 
uh, education, another system in shambles. <laughs> and what have we learned? You know, what do we really know about what works and what doesn't work, about what kids need and what they don't need, about what happens with colleges and universities? I mean, you know, that, that nobody has really been talking about that. Um, and how much of that is about, you know, what, what does somebody really need to learn in their basic education? They need to learn to read. They need to learn critical thinking mm -hmm. and they need to learn how to turn on their machine <laughs> and they need good Wi-Fi. Everything else is like, stand back, let genius roll. Um, and it's interesting, astrologically, there was a big shift in the cosmic reality in 1993 a huge shift. And there were a number of books written at that period uh -huh. of time about uh, indigo children and, uh -huh. and souls that came in. Well, you know, they're now the teachers. They're now the parents. They're now out there in the system. And they have the equipment. They have the evolutionary equipment to develop this new this new force. Um, okay. Do you want to talk briefly about politics? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're not tired of talking about that, are you? No. <laughs> well, no, she's got really it, good news. Oh, good. It's, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's running. You know, it's it's running. Well, you can see uh, of all the things we've talked about, what's going to be obvious in the political world. Um, and what's going to happen. And one of the things, of course, is developing younger candidates. I mean, both parties are a disaster. Uh, I don't think we need to make a giant step into a multi-party system. That would really be crazy. We'd be counting votes constantly between elections. Uh, but I do think that we need to be thinking about recruiting and developing candidates. Anyway, of course, the burning, well, it isn't a burning question whether Joe Biden's going to be inaugurated in January, only in Donald Trump's mind. Uh, of course, that's going to happen. Um, and he's the right person because not because he's a genius thinker, not because he's an innovative person, but because he's the one person who can do what America needs right now, which is heal. The man is a healer. It's amazing to look at his astrological chart. That's why he's here. That's why they saved him until this period of time. He needs to heal America. Uh, and fortunately, he's not an egomaniac, so he's going to be happy to surround himself with people who are smarter than him, yeah. as opposed to the current and soon-to-be-gone occupant of the White House. Uh, so the inauguration, it's an interesting period. It's a very dramatic day. Uh, you know, there's explosive energy that day. Um, and hopefully it just means a dramatic change and not any real life explosion. Uh, and it, you know, I, I, in my election talk, I talked about how 
extraordinarily connected with Kamala Harris's chart, uh-huh. the inauguration chart is. It's like, okay, obviously we know <laughs> who they were after. Um, but I don't see Biden's not gonna drop dead. He's not gonna be uh, sent away for dementia. All that is this right-wing crap. Um, so, uh, you know, there are certainly some issues during the year, but nothing that can't be dealt with. Uh, so one of the big questions, of course, somebody said to me, well, what about Georgia? <laughs> What's going to happen with that Senate race? Wow. I think, oh, God, you know, that's four people I have to look at. <laughs> um, so I did. I <laughs> sucked it up and I said, all right, this is what I have to look. Very cursory look, uh, looking at the candidates' astrology, um, I would call both races for the Democrats. Uh, In general, the day is about balance. Um, It's the end of this Mars and Aries period of confrontation. So, you know, everything seems to be moving in that direction. So that's the call that I would make uh, based on what I saw with the candidates. Uh, I think that blessedly, we're gonna have lots better things to worry about than politics. And looking at both of the charts that deal with the US, the Declaration of Independence chart, which has a big impact in 2022. So it's sort of like, okay, not quite yet. Uh, And the constitution chart, both of them seem pretty calm, um, except in the economic arena. And, you know, there there is an economic crisis only because we're shifting. We're shifting from an old form to a new form. And that's going to really cause some disruptions. But I think if people don't hold on to those old dead forms, they're going to be fine. It's just going to move through and we're going to transform, which is what we really need to do. Um, All right. Let me talk about the devil. (laughs) This is my favorite part. That's a perfect way to end. (laughs) There is a devil out there, kids. Uh, Where is my devil? (laughs) Where's my devil? Uh, There's a devil and it's Neptune and it's all of that energy of illusion and deception and the fake news and all of that is frankly, it's it's a mental issue. And I'm hoping, this is, this is sort of my, <laughs> my cosmic fantasy, uh, Jupiter is moving into Pisces. And I'm hoping that it elevates Pisces out of the delusion phase into the spiritual enlightenment phase. Because if that happens, you know, we're in really good shape. Um, If it doesn't happen, we're going to continue to be dealing with hacking of human consciousness. 
basically Neptune and particularly Neptune in Pisces. This is the end of a cycle that began in 1862. And it is so much the end of the cycle, but it's, has tremendous impact. I always thought it was like, yeah, this wishy-washy planet, who cares? Well, <laughs> I learned it differently. And it it's beyond control. It's beyond reason. It's incomprehensible to the logical mind. And that's what people are having a lot of difficulty with, is they just can't wrap their brains around why are these people obsessed with these conspiracy theories and these idiocies? And it's basically, it's Neptune. It's a cult. It's what, it's what has to be dealt with. And interestingly enough, one of the energies of Aquarius is a real empathy with mental disturbance. So it's like, you know, Aquarius are like, well, I was always weird. Uh, I can understand this is just one more weirdness and I will try to help these people along. Um, you know, mass madness, everything is true. Nothing is true. Uh, the addiction issue doesn't go away until 2025, even though it seems to have disappeared because nobody's talking about it anymore. Right. It's not that it's gone away. Uh, so it still has to be dealt with. And it's very much Neptune in Pisces. It's you know dissolving boundaries. Boundaries have continued to be dissolved. Behavioral boundaries. Uh, and, you know, the internet dissolves boundaries, immigration dissolves boundaries, all these boundaries are still being dissolved. Uh, we're just going to be in a position to solve the issues better. Uh, Neptune is about glamorizing things. And hmm. it's interesting in some of the spiritual studies uh, glamour is a real dangerous issue. People get, it's like they throw sparkles on everything. <laughs> and they think, oh, this is, I'm so evolved. This is so wonderful, blah, blah, blah. It's glamorizing it. And that's one of the things that has to be smashed up is the glamour of whatever, of, of having inside information with these conspiracy theories. Oh, I know something you don't know. Well, that's because you're making it up in your little pea brain, that's why. Um, and if there's anything that is a perfect example of the dark side of Neptune and Pisces, it's QAnon. It's like, okay, it's all about conspiracies. It's about conspiracies lending an order to people's lives. And delusion needs to be cleared up on every side. Not only the delusion that we're going to go back to some simpler life, which is truly a delusion, an idealized, uh, true egalitarian, uh, uh, no, an idealized past. We're not gonna go back to an idealized past because it never existed in the first place. But we're also not 
really going to go to any true egalitarian society where everything is held in common, because if you were going to get to that place, you would have to transform the DNA of all of humanity. Because, you know, they just have it in them. It just, it's like, okay. Uh, so, you know, that's Neptune, you know, there needs to find this balance. Um, it can't be just inspirational. It has to be practical as well. Uh, and of course, Neptune in Pisces is all about things being viral. Not only the health issues, but viral thoughts. And if you can see how damaging a physical virus can be, you can imagine how damaging a mental virus is, you know, or at least a psychic virus. So, you know, deprogramming the cult is, is an important thing. Um, there are two other energies that are left over from 2020. Uh, the most difficult one is Uranus in Taurus. And because <laughs> it's like, I'm sure people have noticed sort of that this year, 2020 was filled with natural disasters. Yeah. Well, that's going to continue. That's going to continue for about another, you know, it all started, that phase started in 2018. That's going to continue again till 2025. Um, but because life is going to be calmer in many other ways, we're going to find it more noticeable in 2021, these natural disasters. And, you know, I don't need to tell anybody that. We've had more hurricanes in this year than ever before. Hurricanes are going back and hitting the same place more than once, dramatic ones. We've burned up most of the West Coast. There have been uh, earthquakes happening in weird places all over this country. Yeah. Well, you know, that continues. Um, and other issues connected with Uranus and Taurus, homelessness, another issue that's sort of been swept under the rug. Meanwhile, the homeless population is growing by leaps and bounds. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse as people are evicted or they try to solve what are this crisis? What do you do with people who aren't having salaries? Okay, that's what universal basic income would solve. Um, so that needs to happen. Um, Uranus and Taurus actually is going to be a good player in the uh, financial revolution because it thinks people have to work for their money as opposed to just speculating. Uh, it's going to be a major player in the green revolution, in climate change, because Uranus and Taurus is about the earth. Um, and, you know, part, it, it, it's going to be keep challenging this Aquarian energy to say, well, you have to make it tangible. You can't just have it in your head. It has to be real. But probably the biggest impact of Uranus and Taurus, and I talked about this last year, is the tremendous elevation of independent women, of women in 
power. Uh, and I was, look <laughs> I was looking at the list of the people that Joe Biden was putting in his inner circle and blah, blah, blah. It's like, there's a lot of women in this list, you know? He's obviously figured it out. And, and I'm ready to say, okay, I'm gonna start a woman's party. I don't care what your partisan issues are, but I figure men have been at this for, you know, millennia and look where we are. You know, they have done a not really good job. So I think it's time for women to basically take over running the world. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And there's a, I mean, you know, hey, there's, there's a lot of energy going in that direction. Uh, Pluto continues in Capricorn, but this time it's working with Saturn in a better way. And the two need each other because there are still things that need to be demolished and transformed. And that's what Pluto does. Um, so, you know, what else do you want to talk about? Well, we should probably wrap it there because we're pushing 55 minutes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Though I want to hear that. I want to do this all day. <laughs> Jason, well, do you, you have anything? We're to listen to more tomorrow. I know. Um, Jason, do you have anything specific that you want to? Well, no, I think, I think it's, you know, it's interesting as you went through and kind of laid this out, because like you said, it's going to be boring compared to 2020, but the, it's going to be a lot of healing, a lot of time of healing, hopefully of, you know, because again, like you said, you know, the mental health issue, we have not uh, recognized mm -hmm. the impact this last year has on people. Uh, so the, you know, that's still got to kind of fall out at some point. And so, but I, but I love that whole idea of, you know, more of the fluidity of life in all aspects and the more accepting and collegial, you know, feel, cause man, I've been wanting that for a long time. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's nice. I mean, it gives kind of hope you know, if you will, for, yeah, there's going to be lots of changes, but they're going to be good changes because we're going to start focusing on some of the areas where we haven't for a long, long time, you know? Yep. And uh, so, I mean, for me, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to look forward to. Mm -hmm. And especially as you were talking a little bit about some of the business things, it's like, oh, that's why I've been having these ideas for doing these other things. I guess I better go do them, <laughs> you know? Because, um, yeah, it's, uh, so thank you. I mean, from my, from my standpoint, you know, again, it's like we could be here all day because I could just keep asking you questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think part of it too for me is now to just, go sit in some silence and actually try to process mm -hmm. what this means for me, mm -hmm. right? Because for each one of us, it's going to affect us a little bit differently because of our own, you know, facts and circumstances and relationships that we're in. But uh, yeah, it gives me a lot, a lot better hope for 2021. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with all that. And when you said, you know, Joe Biden's the healer in this, that just, just I mean, I almost teared up a little bit because it's like, I just, I could feel that this entire time. Yes. So, yeah. Yep. Cool. Yep. Uh, I can't wait to hear the whole thing. 
<laughs> I can't believe we did 55 minutes and that wasn't even the whole thing. <laughs> like, well, like, What's happening with Capricorn? What's happening with Capricorn? <laughs> you get you get to go in the back for a little while, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it was a good dress rehearsal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So for what I'm going to be doing. So because yeah. you do this every year and it's, you know, we're time traveling. So by the time people listen to this, you'll have done it live already. So right. where can they get the recording, the CD, the MP3, however you're doing it this year? Yeah, I'm doing an MP3 of this first uh, 2021 talk and they should contact me directly at star at starwv.com. And basically it's gonna cost $10 and I'm gonna send them a... Uh, I'll send them an MP3 file. Beautiful. Yeah. Yay. And I have listened to your, this will probably be the fifth or sixth year that I've listened to your talk <laughs> and you've done readings for me, which I, which you were still doing that because I need you. Um, <laughs> amazing. You know, and, and we appreciate having you. I mean, like Jason said, you're one of our most listened to shows mm. and we love your approach for people, you know, I've had so many people say, oh, astrology is BS and it's woo woo. And, da, 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 da. and I say, no, 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 no. Listen to Jeannie. <laughs> yeah. Because you come at it from such a scientific perspective and such an analytical perspective. And, and we appreciate that, you know, and we can also see the accuracy of some of the things you're saying. Right. It is so. kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to talk about one historical fact yeah. um, because only once in 5,000 years have the planets lined up the way they are in 2021. And that's a period from 1520 to 1523. Well, there are several things that happened during that period, but I think the most crucial thing for this period we're entering in terms of things becoming more egalitarian. And I have a real issue with the, how they describe populism. You know, Trump is not a populist. Those people are not populists. <laughs> They're willfully ignorant. It's a whole different thing. Uh, populism is really empowering the people. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things that happened that was truly a remarkable thing was that Martin Luther translated the Bible into German. Yeah. It was the first time that this book that ruled the world was able to be read directly by the people. And wow. that was an incredible revolution. Mm -hmm. So that's what hopefully is going to happen is putting power into the hands of the people so that they can see for themselves yeah oh i love it that's so beautiful what a great way to end everybody go to star at starwv.com order the mp3 get the entire year she goes through each individual sign so that you know kind of what's happening with you personally business fashion health all that stuff Jeannie. oh my god thank you so much for being here <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me. And my website, starwv.com, is where I post every day what the day is going to be like, and yep. then also insights along the way as to the stars and the news. Yep. And she's brilliant. She's brilliant. <laughs> uh, so I'm Kathy Groover. I could be reached at kathygroover.com. And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So Today was one of those episodes where you probably want to rewind and listen to again. 
So, um, you know, I know I'm going to do that and I'm going to be thinking about it, but, you know, uh, lots of hope for 2021, which uh, I think is a good thing for all of us. So just go out and make it the best that you can um, and help heal, yeah. you know, help, help be one of the healers yeah. as well. Cause that's really kind of why we're here. So starting with yourself, starting with ourselves, because <laughs> right. if you do, we got to start with ourselves. You're right. right. So with that, everybody, we'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. See ya. Thank you, guys. Thank you.